Business Tech Weekly, episode number 51. Yo, dogs, what's up? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode here at the Funky Business Tech Weekly Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Andy Traub. We're just grooving, yo. <laughs> Couldn't be any wider here, people. <laughs> yeah, we just did that. Did. Welcome back to the Funky Groove Tech Show. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and yes, that was crazy. But you know, we were just talking before we record, hit the record button that... Uh, you know, the cool thing about this, Andy, is we can do whatever we want. Yes. You as know long why? as we don't get the explicit tag on iTunes. That I will try to avoid. We will. But other than that, yes, we will, we will pretty much do whatever we want. Yes, exactly. And the cool thing is, is there is no need to ask for permission. I did not have to ask my program director uh, or anybody else of whether or not I could actually start the show off today with... Our good funky groove music. Yes, and that is an ongoing theme in our lives. So and good some stuff. Of, some of you are wishing, man, I wish they had somebody that they would just run things by because this is getting <laughs> out of control. Well, you know. Anyway, Andy, I have to tell you, I'm. I, I don't. I, I've got to watch it here. I'm on a spending spree. I bought another. I know that you're. Um, I th- th- we're going to talk about this, but this show makes me a lot of money and also costs me a lot of money. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I want to talk about your purchase. We got some listener feedback. We're going to talk about, uh, talk through, listen to, and uh, had an awesome uh, meetup last night with a phenomenal author and now friend and. You have some great feedback yourself personally from one of your clients. So very full show and very uh, I'm full excited show. to get after it. Why don't we talk about your uh, latest. Now, did you get in trouble for this one or is this no, approved? No, or? believe it or not, I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> uh, if, if For those of you who followed the whole family from the heart deal, you know, I learned my lesson. I called Stephanie up on the phone and said, hey, baby, I got a purchase I need to make. <laughs> and she's like, okay, tell me about it. And I told her what it was, and she's like, and she's like, yeah, cool, that's fine, go ahead. So the title of the product is the Bamboo, and by the way, I bought the Bamboo Pen tablet, and uh, I, when I got when I got it here, I found out it did not have the programmable buttons on it, so it immediately turned around and purchased the Bamboo Pen and Touch tablet. So actually, um, I. So there's a bamboo touch. I'm on wacom.com, W A C O M.com. Yeah. The bamboo touch, which, by the way, in and of itself is good. Uh, it, it's like uh, on Amazon, you can pick it up for 60 bucks. And of course, uh, if you're totally impatient, it costs you $20 extra uh, so that you can have it within one to three business days. What are you paying 20 bucks more for? What are you well, talking about? It, it's $20 more to get expedited shipping. Why are you not an Amazon Prime member? Dude, it, hey, it, did you know that moms get Amazon dude. Prime for free? No, I did not know that. Who does? Actually, caregivers get Amazon Prime for free for a year. Seriously? Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm going to put this in there. Yeah, Amazon gave away... Um, yeah, just Google um, Amazon Mom. And you get a free membership program aimed at helping parents and caregivers... 
so on and so forth, use uh, for all their product needs. And I am a dad or aunt or grandma. Am I eligible? Yes, despite the name. Amazon Mom is open to everyone who's responsible for caring for your baby. Um, and I'm just trying to see that it covers stuff other than baby stuff. Well, Bob but I Jordan, think it does. Bob Jordan in the chat room says you do have to buy $25 in baby stuff every few months. Oh. Okay. Well, we need diapers, so you could just send that to us, and then I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I, you know, okay. If you don't want to join Amazon Prime, it's fine. But if you are a college student, Amazon Prime is free. Hey, just to this let you know, though, Andy, um, uh, when I when you buy some certain things and you buy them from third party vendors, and it's not actually coming straight from Amazon, that super saver, saver shipping stuff doesn't work. It doesn't sometimes, which is why I, which is but, a majority of the stuff that I buy. Really? Yeah, everything. Just about everything I buy is usually a, a tech gadget from a third-party vendor that doesn't offer that. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, I mean, I got some Seth Godin Ship It workbooks uh-huh. used. They're twenty-two bucks for five of them, but I got them used from some other vendor for sixteen bucks, and it came with Prime shipping. Like I filter my results so I only get things that I can get through Prime, but. Yeah, you know, if if it's a, if it saves you money, great, and if it doesn't, that's fine too. So, so tell me about bamboo. What are you using that thing for? Well, um, I, I learned about this from my friend uh, Pat Flynn. Uh, he and I are doing an amazing webinar on October twenty third, folks. If you haven't heard about it, go to podcastanswerman.com in the right hand bar. If you are a, if you are a blogger or a podcaster, you definitely do not want to miss this thing. And by the way, I know it says passive income strategy for podcasters. Uh, but trust me, if you're a blogger, it would work for you as well. But anyway, um, he, he actually signed up for his free newsletter. And one of the newsletters, he talked about these videos that he creates and he talks about how he does them. And um, I, I I clicked on through the link in a very effective marketing. And and basically, he, he shows how he has this like chalkboard background and and has it all set up, and and he he's writing and doing it. It's just like you're sitting there in a classroom, and he's writing on this chalkboard, and it's like you know this is a I love to teach this way. I love to draw little figures, and I like to point you know dr- you know like draw squares and say hey this is your mixer, and then point you know arrows and draw arrows and mm-hmm, back and mm-hmm. forth. And I love to do that stuff. So this is on top of the screen. You're saying on top on the screen. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I didn't know you were so artistic. Yeah, <laughs> like I literally didn't understand that you were saying this. So this is another layer of writing on top of the screen. Yeah, gotcha. this this is on the screen. Okay. And so I have been doing this with clients forever. I'll pull up like a picture of a mixer, and I'll pull up the p- picture of their Edderall recorder. I'll pull up a picture of the computer, and I would use my mouse in Photoshop to draw these lines. Hmm. It was frustrating. I mean, it's very difficult yeah. to draw with your mouse. Yeah, it's not, but it's not made for that. But yeah. I, but I've been doing that. I have been doing that for for three years now, and I never thought about getting one of these tablets until I saw that video, and oh my gosh, is it amazing. It is, and, and, and not to mention the fact that's just to do the, the things, but now the idea of the chalkboard as the background, ah, brilliant, <laughs> and oh, I just, I can't tell you, it, it, it Wait till you see some of the stuff that's become going to be coming out from me. This tablet, by the way, the this the one that's sitting here is the pen, the it is the bamboo pen uh, tablet. It's just the pen. And I see a bamboo pen and touch fun small tablet. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't do the fun one. Um, the, you know, there's they they get a you know they're more you know they're they, I, for, number one. I didn't want one silver. I wanted black. Um, so I the pen just the bamboo pen is actually the cheapest one. It's like $60. 
and uh-huh. uh, it, it works great. It does exactly what I need to do. The only thing is, is I want the programmable button so that I can program them to say, you know, click this button and it gr- creates a new layer. Uh, click this button and it switches me to the eraser. Click this button and it takes me back to the pen, you know, the pen tool. So I, I want those four programmable buttons. If I didn't need that, then this would, or I'm sorry, if I didn't want that, then this would work. Now I could get by and actually just do the keystrokes to do everything, but I want it all to be on the tablet. Um, so so I actually went ahead and I've actually purchased another one. I'm actually get I just ordered the Bamboo Pen and Touch tablet. And Thank you, Cliff. I really appreciate that. Why? Oh, you didn't buy it from me. Oh. <laughs> so, I, but anyway, the so the pen and touch basically gives you the pen ability, and it gives you the four programmable buttons. But it also turns it your the, the touch becomes like a you know a laptop touchpad, mm. a multi-touch touchpad, I believe sounds as well. Fr- sounds familiar. So yes. exactly, and so I I went ahead and ordered that, um, and that one's eighty dollars plus the twenty dollar inpatient fund. Uh, so, so basically, uh, I've, for so far I've spent $180, but let me tell you this thing, if it were $180, it would be worth $180. Okay. So, so, I mean, even if, but the thing is, is I I can actually, as soon as my other one comes in, uh, I'm going to box this thing up and I'm probably just going to say, Hey, I've got a, I've got a bamboo touch for sale for $60 and, and I'll give you free shipping. I'll just Mm -hmm. ship it out to you. So, you know, if anybody's interested, email me cliff at ravenscraft.org. All right. There you go. So there you go. But I'm very excited. Just you'll you'll have to wait and see. Uh, matter of fact, I stayed up late last night um, and was putting together templates for some things that I'm going to be working on. This, it's inspired me and I'm going to be creating a lot of stuff. And it's going to make, Sweet, me, man. It's going to make me lots of money. And help a lot of people. And, and definitely help lots of people. That's what the uh, ancient people used to call win-win. Yes. So. They still call it that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome, dude. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, uh, your toy slash tool. Thank you. So tell me about your author dude friend. Yeah. Chris Gillibu, uh came to town, author of The Art of Nonconformity, and uh, has a great travel blog. He uh, It's about, I think it's 32 and a half, because in two and a half years, it'll be 35, and that's when he wants to have visited every country in the world, uh, and he is well on his way to doing that. And uh, he wrote um, just a couple uh, longer uh, ebooks. Um, I think one it was something to the effect of how to dominate the world, <laughs> and another one was called uh, um, "279 Days to Overnight Success." And he, he really just does a lot of. Um, writing about his quest for building a lifestyle uh, that has a work to that work is part of his lifestyle, but it's not the reason for his life. And uh, he, he is able to travel and he's able to do the things he does and run his business the way he runs it because he is, uh, he, he is very intentional about doing those things. And so he's very transparent and open about, it reminds me of you a lot, Cliff, and, and that he talks about how much money he would make uh, on certain things, and then he tells people how he made that money. And so he wrote this book called The Art of Nonconformity, which I read in about 24 hours. I mean, it's just a total page turner. I've given like five copies to people. And he is doing a 50-state uh, tour 
that his publisher is not paying for at all. <laughs> They're like, well, you can go to New York and L.A., but other than that, you're on your own. So he's like, well, I want to go everywhere. So he was in Sioux Falls, South Dakota last night, and uh, we hung out with him and about 10 other people at a bookstore here in town and then went out and had a drink. And he's just a really, really great guy. He's got some really strong connections with Seth Godin and um, his six-month MBA crew that he had uh, a few years ago. And he's just a really genuinely nice guy that um, I'm also very strongly considering. He's got a... Um, uh, a world domination summit uh, in Oregon next June, and uh, I'm very much considering going to that uh, as well. So, just a really inspirational guy, and and, and most of all, a very authentic person. And so, uh, his book is like six bucks on Amazon right now. So, he, uh, you know, it, it's definitely worth a read. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Hey, um, I have an email. Did you get a? Did you actually read the email that's in here? I did. I did. Dude, this is out of this world. I And I asked them if I could share this, and, I, and I'm going to share it here. Um, you know that, um, you know, t- typically I work via GoToMeeting and, and stuff like that. And I, I do consulting work with people, you know, long distance over the internet from my home. And one day, one of my clients, his name is Keith Parsons. He says, Cliff, you know, if you would have told me, you know, man, I, I really wish you had an option to wear you know, for $5,000, I could have, flew, you know, you would have flown out here and spent the weekend with me to help set all this stuff up and teach me how to do this. And of course, he's telling me this after, you know, that he's already got his equipment. I've just helped him set it all up. And I'm like, you would have, you would have paid $5,000 for me to come out for the weekend. He's like, absolutely. He says, you would have done it. And I'm like, absolutely. Uh, I would, I would love that. And he's like, well, uh, why don't you tell people that you would like to do that? And I'm like, okay, well, I never thought about it. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah. And, he, and he told me, you know, he says, you know, you just, you, you charge the rate and that way, you know, you, you say, listen, you know, just, you know, if, if I, you could say, hey, if I'm within eight hours driving dis- distance, then by golly, I'll, I'll come for $2,500 a day. Uh, if it, if it's more than eight hours driving distance, or if I have to fly there, then, um, you know, it's $2,500 a day, but a minimum of two days. And, uh, and so I'm like, that's a great idea. And so I went down to PodCamp Nashville and I, I spoke there and I'm, I was introduced by my good friend, Jonathan to, to, um, this great partner, uh, relationship, uh, Connie and Sheila who have this real estate investing firm. And, uh, they said, man, we would love to do a podcast that would be so awesome. Could you teach us how to do that? And I said, yeah. And they said, well, how's this work? You know, do, do you come down here? And I was like, you know, I, I, I typically do this via the internet, via GoToMeeting and stuff like that. But if you wanted to, I could come down here. I, I live in Cincinnati, so I would drive down. It's $2,500 for the day. And they're like, oh, great. When can we get on your schedule? And I mean, it was it was simply like that. I mean, that was how difficult that was to set up. And uh, I think it was like just a couple weeks later, I was back down in Nashville and I made $2,500 spending that one day with them. And I got an email. This was, gosh, this is, oh, I don't know, maybe eight months ago, nine months ago. Are you still there? Yeah. Okay, cool. Anyway, I got an email just this week. This week, this email comes in and it's from, I think it was from Connie who wrote this. You know what? Um, I think I actually edited this email because um, I wasn't sure if I was going to read it or not. But now I've been given expressed permission to read it. 
And I'm actually going to go to my recommendations page on my site and read it from there because it's unedited there. And All right. here is what it says. It says, hey, Cliff, I was just sit- sitting around thinking about things and you popped into my mind. So I'm taking a few minutes to share my thoughts. I am not sure, but I think Sheila and I were your first full day consulting clients. I am so proud of you for believing in yourself enough to charge $2,500. Knowing someone will pay that. It isn't until we start to recognize how valuable our time is that we can start charging or paying higher prices. Good for you that you are doing what you are doing and helping others do what they do. You have helped us so much. One way was by charging $2,500. This is when we too admitted that we are worth that. Our time is worth more than having to fumble around trying to figure out how to start a podcast like so many people do. When you are hung up on the money aspect of it, you might as well hang up on the idea of ever becoming really successful doing this or anything else. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to know that wanted you to know that we love you and think you are awesome. You, my friend, are helping a lot of people achieve their dreams. All our best, Connie and Sheila. That's pretty good. <laughs> I mean, like this is the this is the most I've ever charged anyone ever, and the, mm-hmm. these clients are aware of the fact that they are the first people I've ever charged this amount of money for that kind of service. And I get an email a couple months later saying, "Thank you for charging us that much money." <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It blew my mind. Thank you, Connie and Sheila. You guys rock. And by the way, folks, everybody check out ConnieAndSheilaTalk.com. That's S-H-E-I-L-A, ConnieAndSheilaTalk.com. I don't care if you're into real estate investing or not. Subscribe to their podcast if you own a business because it is amazing. I care less about real estate investing, but I always am inspired and have wonderful wonderful stuff where you know i'm always learning things from them it, it's a great podcast cool man yeah well way, way to have another uh feather in your hat and to uh, help some more people and uh, you know it's it, i think what's difficult uh for people is i think it's it's the first one it's you know people would love to have that but at some point you got to pull the trigger and say yep this is what i charge yep and it's, I think it's that first one because now, am I right? You wouldn't hesitate of telling someone about that and, you know, feeling like they're going to get a good value. Cause even if you come up with the idea, then there's still the doubt, right? Yep. That, okay. I mean, I can charge that much, but am I worth that much? But then to have someone come back that actually has given you the money, you've, you've, you've cashed the check, I'm assuming, <laughs> you know, uh, th- they come back and say it was definitely, definitely worth it. it it's really that first one yes um it, it reminds me when i was a little kid and, and i don't know if you were ever blown to kind of a swimming club or whatever but there's the the really high dive you know yeah and it usually takes one time to jump and then after that okay i didn't die i didn't die <laughs> you know i can jump again so it, it, it could take you as long to take that first jump as it does to take 20 more jumps right right and i, and I think that's an encouragement to our our listeners and their business is you know, one, yes, you can do your business differently, which is, I think, the first message that, that people can gather from your story uh, to go from hourly to a day wage. And and also to understand that once you do it the first time, 
now you wouldn't hesitate at doing that because you know the value it provides. Exactly, and and, and that's exactly it. I I'm, I I I, I, I and I'm so thankful to have clients like this that communicate the value that they perceive from what I do because mm-hmm. it's really you know when you start out in business and you you know you get out there it, it it does sometimes you you need a little bit of self confidence in what you're doing and and of course I couldn't have done that I I would not have been able to charge you know that much money you know 3 years ago and and I don't think I would have been I well I I guess I would have questioned myself whether or not I was worth that much money three years ago but there's no question today and i think maybe what's changed between now and three years ago it's not that i it, sure i've learned a lot more and have experienced a lot more over the past three years but as far as the basics of what i taught them that day i knew all of that stuff three years ago but i guess what's really changed is my self-confidence and the number of people that have i've helped over the time over this period of time who consistently have said man cliff you your value far exceeds what you charge me and yeah and that, that's what you want that's what you want yeah you don't want an even exchange of goods no i mean no. i don't want people to go well i guess that was worth it i mean you know it's it's pretty much you know i like i like for them to feel like they got a value you know yep nice job man very cool. Anyway, fun fun email there. So we've got some voice feedback. Do you have some other stories or anything like that, or are we just doing the feedback now? No, well, let's just jump into the feedback, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Calibre a little bit, too. Very cool. we got lots of good stuff. So here's Charlie, ta- uh, something about taxes. Hello, Cliff and Andy. This is Charlie Hayes from the... Cro- wow, Charlie. Let me... Here, let me get... Hello, Cliff and Andy. This is Charlie Hayes from the Cross. I hope Charlie doesn't get mad at me. Charlie's a stud. We're just jealous because Charlie sounds like a stud and we have whiny voices. So way to go, Charlie. Charlie, you need to do our intro. Okay, here we go. Hello, Cliff and Andy. This is Charlie Hayes from the Cross Driven Radio Podcast. And I have a question for Business Tech Weekly. My question is, at what point did you start charging customers for taxes or do you still not charge taxes and do you just report the net earnings of your businesses also if you i was wondering if you had any tips on the best ways to get referrals for your business or service thanks bye-bye taxes we don't pay no stinking taxes let's say i was gonna say i'm a ron paul guy i don't pay federal tax no i'm kidding well good <laughs> one good thing is we don't have state taxes uh um in south dakota it's one of the reasons we live here we have no state income tax right which is nice but well, on the taxes i don't I think his question was about separating it as a charge, and I don't. Um, I just don't want to mess with that, so I don't. I don't separate it. I have to pay taxes, obviously, but I pay taxes down the line. I just include it in what I do. So if your bill is five hundred dollars, it's not five hundred dollars plus six percent. I just it's just five hundred dollars. So the consult do they chart? Do you have to pay? Um, do you have to actually? Does the does your state require that you charge? tax a six percent tax if there is um if it's consulting no, no goods no they don't okay they don't i mean that's the other i mean to answer this question directly you know some states and this is not this is you've got to talk about your state yeah but so there is there's many and I, I learned this from dan miller and then i looked into it but many states if there's no goods that change hands then they don't they don't charge a tax for it so and and that's changing in a lot of states. So even though you might be a consultant and you might think you don't need to charge 
uh, a, a quote unquote sales tax or a service tax or whatever on top of your your service that you perform, you definitely need to talk to a CPA and get some advice on that because the, even though like I know that right now um, for internet based consulting businesses like myself, Kentucky is trying to pass laws to where I would have to charge a consulting tax. Yeah, but. That would only be in the state of Kentucky, I think. And, and of course, if that changes, my CPA will let me know. But um, my consulting work, I don't have to charge any taxes. But I also sell a lot of goods. Um, so uh, when it comes to equipment sales, uh, if I actually sell, if you live in the state of Kentucky, I have to charge you 6% sales tax. So I have mm-hmm. a client down in Lexington recently that purchased mm-hmm. uh, you know, one a, a big package from me. And uh, when I sent him the invoice, I, yes, I, I put the 6% sales tax on top of the equipment that he's purchased from me. And, mm-hmm. and I explained, I was like, you know, that's Kentucky sales tax. I'm sorry. I, you know, I, if, you, if you lived in Ohio, I would not need to charge you this sales tax. But right. because you're in Kentucky and I'm in Kentucky, there is, there is sales tax. I, I am required by law legally to collect that tax and to hold that and to turn that in. Uh, and I'm actually on an annual filing. So once a year, I have to actually take that money that I've been holding and send that over to the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, here's the deal. If And, and I'm going to pull up my... Uh, I've, got a, I've got a spreadsheet here, so give me one second. Uh, if you live in Indiana, Missouri, Colorado, or Texas, so if you live in either, any of those four states, I also would have to charge you sales tax. So if you're in Texas, Colorado, Missouri, Kentucky, or Indiana, I have to charge you sales tax. Kentucky, because I operate here. And um, then the other one is that um, I see that the message that you just sent. Um, anyway, where was I at? You're saying you, there's some oh. states you do have to charge so, in still. So I have, to, I have to actually charge Texas, Colorado, Missouri, and Indiana. And the reason why is because the company that I use to supply mm-hmm. my equipment they right. they are in Texas, but they also have offices in the other states. So yep. any place where they are incorporated, sales tax must be collected and and given to that state. Yep. So and yes, I do charge it on top of on top of the equipment. But as far as services like um and and I don't I don't think digital products are are um things. I, I need to Taxable. check. Taxable are the digital. Yeah. Are digital products taxable? Uh, Many times they're not. And again, this is, I really don't like answering tax questions because the biggest thing is they are, they vary from state to state. So, you know, my lame answer is talk to someone personally, (laughs) but uh, Charlie, thanks for joining us in the chat was also asking about when you pay your taxes. Again, I think that's more of a preference thing. Some people pay quarterly. If you do sales tax, some states have you pay monthly or people just pay them out of their net personal income, which is also an option. Yep. And, so, and basically yeah. my, my big advice to Charlie, you, the, if you're, if you're going to have a business, the, I, I will tell you when I started my business, I was the biggest tight wad in the world. I, I was and it, because I didn't have any money to spend. I, 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 I didn't, but here's the one thing I would have never started my business if I didn't have enough money to pay a CPA. Hmm. Okay. So if you don't have enough money to pay for a CPA, now I, I would not launch the business yet. Because that that's where you could really, really go wrong with getting some bad advice. So don't take any advice from us. We're going we're only sharing with you our experiences 
And if we end up in jail from 10 years from now, please don't, you know, follow us there. Take the money you saved on a CPA and bail us out. Exactly. <laughs> we're in jail. So Because you put us there. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, a matter of fact, Bob, li- listen to this. Bob Jordan in the chat room says, in hindsight, my biggest mistake was not hiring a bookkeeper or CPA. Totally. That was the first thing that I did was I, before, I didn't know how to do anything. And my CPA actually helped me immensely. My CPA is not cheap. You know, it cost me, I think, two or three thousand dollars to do my taxes at the end of the year. Uh, but you know what? I still get a big tax refer- refund. So it's all good. Um, yeah. Because I don't, I don't do any of that exemptions and stuff. I, I just let the let them hold my money and give it all back to me at the end of the year. There you go. But yeah, so get yourself a CPA. And as far as when you pay taxes and all that stuff, your CPA is the person to answer all of those questions. And uh, definitely use QuickBooks. Um, there are, you know, FreshBooks. I, I've heard a lot of good things about it. But I tell you what, I don't know any CPA that uses FreshBooks. But they all use QuickBooks, and uh, I, I prefer QuickBooks online. And chances are your CPA knows somebody who, for $50 an hour, will come to your place and get it all set up for you. Uh, maybe take about an, maybe two to three hours to get it all set up, get your charts of accounts all set up, and train you and teach you how to enter things in. And, and I'll tell you what, enter your receipts, enter your payments, enter your deposits, enter everything in the proper categories as you go along. And I'll tell you what, it is all worth it. Just saying. Just saying. Dallin is next. And here is Dallin's question or comment. Hi, Cliff. This is Dallin Christensen from Bettendorf, Iowa at www.dallinc.com with feedback and a question for both the Help I Got a Mac and the Business Tech Weekly podcasts. In both shows, there's been a lot of talk about the iPod touches and mobile Wi-Fi connections, and I'm looking for some feedback and some thoughts from you and your respective guest hosts about how long we might be from actually being able to use Skype numbers and iPod touch and mobile Wi-Fi to do all of our telephones. Obviously, there's a lot of work that needs to be done with emergency contacts such as 911 calls, but it'd be nice to get out of the contracts that so many of us are having to deal with with our current cell phones. Again, this is Dallin Christensen from Bettendorf, Iowa. Love all the shows on the network, and I look forward to hearing the feedback. Thanks. Dallin, thank you so much, my friend. Um, and what are your thoughts on this, Andy? Well, I think that um, it's it's an interesting idea. Um, I... I think that you have to always, I'm drawn to it, but I think you have to be very cautious when you're creating a patchwork for communication, i.e., let's just say someone says, okay, I don't want to pay that X amount of dollars a month for a monthly uh, cell phone bill, so I'm going to get a Wi-Fi hotspot and an iPod Touch, and I'll use that, and I'll use a Skype number, okay? Well, the problem with that is you you now have two devices that have to work, right? and and so, do I think it's possible? I mean, it might even be possible right now to use Skype. I mean, I don't know. I don't have an iPod Touch, but um, you know, is it possible? Yes. Uh, do I see it being a reliable option for your business? Uh, I would say no. Right. That, but I, I think it's doable. Yeah, I think I think I would agree with you one hundred percent. Matter of fact, if you if I were a college student 
and really didn't matter if people actually got a hold of me or not. Uh, you know, whether or not I have a good Wi-Fi signal on my portable Wi-Fi device, you know, eh, okay, not a big deal. If I'm a business person, if I'm a husband or a father that needs to be reached, uh uh-uh, no, no, no. Because I'll tell you what, there's a ton of places where I get a cell phone signal uh, where I'm not getting a good data signal. So that that's my biggest problem right there. I, I want to make sure that if my wife needs to reach me, she can reach me. Mm-hmm. Now, I, here, here's my example. My cell phone costs me very, very little. And my business number is actually, it's a Google Voice number that forwards to my Skype, which I talk to people on all the time. So I have a Skype number. And then I have my cell phone. So I'm more towards what he's talking about than you are necessarily, Cliff. But at the end of the day, it's it's reliable for me because I have both. Uh, I guess it's reliable for me because I'm not relying on it. Uh, if someone needs to get hold of me, I will have a cell phone. I don't rely on Skype to run my business, but I use it. So I would just say, do you want to? Could you use that down? Absolutely. I think it would be cool and inexpensive. And but I I don't ever see myself replacing a cell phone with um, a Wi-Fi anything. Not yet. Now, to answer his original question, like the first thought of it is, you know, down the road, is it going to be possible how long before it happens? I, I think in five years when when there's ubiquitous uh, 4G or maybe even 5G by that time, uh, wireless internet pretty much anywhere you go in the United States, just like a GPS signal, uh, mm-hmm. then, then yeah, I can totally see all of that and we won't need all this other crazy phone stuff. But but no, for right now, I, I I'm with Andy. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't go the Hackett route. I would uh, I would I would fork up some money if if especially if it's for business or if it's for the ability to be communicated to with you know by important family members. I would I would definitely go the route of paying for a good cell service. Yeah. Alrighty, uh, let's move on to the next piece of audio feedback right here. Hey, this is John Wilkerson from the Jesus Geek Podcast, and I'm calling for Business Tech Weekly. And I would like to know what you guys use to track your time when you're working for a client. Uh, Obviously, if you're directly consulting with the person and you're doing an hour's worth of work for them, um, they can clearly see that you have used up an hour of their time. But let's say you're doing something something else for them, like setting up a website for them or uh, modifying a WordPress theme for them. What do you use to track your time when you're doing that? And also, I have a little tip. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I was poking around in my Google Voice account the other day, and I noticed that there's an option now when you go in to look at your messages to click on there and record your name in your message. So I guess you could record it using uh, a microphone, a headset microphone, or, or a higher quality microphone, rather than calling into your number and using your telephone which I guess would give you a, a better better sound audio. I, I don't know if you guys were aware of that or not, but I just happened to see it the other day and want to throw it out there as a tip. And I also have a question for uh, help. I got a Mac, but I will call back and leave a separate message for that. Bye. Thanks. John, thank you so much for calling in a separate question for the two different shows. That's <laughs> definitely very helpful. Um, so oh, first question was... First question was... Oh, hour tracking. Or, yes, yes. Time tracking for client work. How do you do it, What about Andy? you? What about you, Cliff? No, I, you go first. I went right. first last time. I use an iPhone application called Hour Tracker. And, uh, is mm-hmm. it Hour or Hours? It's Hours Tracker. 
and it's got a picture of a stopwatch and a piggy bank um, on it. So it's it's an iPhone application called Hours Tracker. Um, I don't do it very often um, because I, I'm trying to do less and less work by the hour. Um, I will give you an example of something that just happened recently, though. I had a client who was consistently calling me because uh, her website kept breaking. Uh, it was not something that I set up. And man, this lady had more plugins than I've ever seen in a single installation of WordPress in my life. And there is no... I, That's not a good thing, by the way, people. No, it was, it was awful. <laughs> And uh, she kept calling me probably about once every two weeks. She would hire me for an hour or two to fix these things that kept breaking on her site. And her site was so slow and sluggish. The the She was using PalWeb and it was just absolutely horrendous. Just the worst thing ever. And I said, at one, at one point I said, man, I wish you would have came to me before, you know, you had any of the setup because, man, if we could have started this from scratch, it would have avo- avoided all of this. She goes, well, I've been, I've already got a hosting account with Bluehost because I kept hearing you talk about it. And I've been thinking about switching over. Would you be willing to? It's like, oh, yes, I would totally do that for you. And she goes, how long would it take? And, and I said, it, it, you know, I'd probably quote, it's probably about five hours. And she goes, OK, when can you do it? And so I said, I can do it next Wednesday. And uh, Andy, I I know for a fact I could have done what I did in five hours. Mm-hmm. There's no question at all. Well, or, or, I'm sorry. I could have done what I quoted her in five hours. But when I got in there, I actually spent 10 hours on her website because I got inspired to do some things that I think would have made her site look better, to make it a lot more appealing. And and I got really creative. I was like, dude, if this was my site, what would I want to do here? And I did this and I did that. And sure, I did all the things I promised her I would do within the five hours, but I spent an extra five hours on top of that, making her site a whole lot more awesome. And when I was finished, guess how much I billed her for? Five hours. Five hours. There you go. And she she is blown away by what I did. And and why would I do that? Because you are a nice person. Be- because you know what <laughs> the thing is is she's been a client who has hired me. She, she's had to hire me over and over and over again. Not because I haven't been able to. I mean, every time she called hired me, it was a different problem. I'm, yeah. it, it, it wasn't the same problem. Hey, you fixed this last week. Now it's not working again. It was a different problem every time. And and so finally, I, I said, let's do this. And and there was so much opportunity. And I switched her over to Thesis. And she could not be happier. She's getting tons of feedback. And do you know what she said? She goes, Cliff, I know that the only thing that's left on here to do is to you know, to, to kind of get that special, you know, graphics that you do, you know, how you do the fancy banners and stuff like that. I want to have you come in and do the, the quote unquote, uh, you know, the appearance of it deal. And, uh, you know, I've went ahead and sent you the check for the, you know, for the five hours plus the two hours of consulting for the week before I went ahead and sent you a check for that, but probably in December or January, I'm probably going to go ahead and have you do some artwork and, and to, to do that last final step to get me going. Nice. It, it, you know, it's just the way I do business and it's the way I want to do business. And so in that case, did I have the, I tracked my hours <laughs> and I tracked all <laughs> 10 of them, but I still yeah. only, I stuck with my original quote. Yeah. Well, and, and I think part of that is sticking to the original quote, but the other part of it is, you know, it, I like, I don't want clients as much as I want raving fans. Yeah. And that I don't hope, hope I don't sound like I have an ego or something, but. 
you know, I just, I want people to be really happy. And, um, and so to answer uh, his original question for me, I have, I effectively have stopped doing hourly much of anything, mostly because I just found out that I don't like it and, or I'm just not that, uh, skilled at the kind of work they want things to be done in an hourly basis, if that makes sense. And so, uh, you know, if I have an hour and a half time scheduled to talk with a client, uh, you know, it's usually part of a, a larger contract over a period of time to walk them through creating something or talking through something. And so I, you know, if we get down to 45 minutes, we get down to 45 minutes and then I worried about that because sometimes we'll talk for four. I think I talked to a client yeah, yesterday morning in California and we had an hour and a half scheduled. We talked for about 45 minutes and I was like, you know, I think that's enough for today. He goes, oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that's enough for today because my head is full. And, but because sometimes I just don't like feeling like sort of the taxi guy, you know, where it's every minute you're in the cab, it costs something. Um, so, you know, to answer his question, I don't necessarily do that much more hourly tracking, but I think Cliff, that tool you talked about is good, uh, especially because if it's part of an iPhone or iPad application, then it's portable and you could be somewhere else working on it. Or if they call you, you know, and you're not in front of your computer, then you could track it there as well. So, yeah. Yeah. And yep. then his second was, um, I'm totally spacing on the second part of his question. I don't remember. Um, hmm. We have thousands of listeners right now thinking in their head <laughs> it, of what it is, and you and I can't. Uh, well, I, th- I think I think you know if, if I don't, I think it was just like a little slight. Oh, it was a Google Voice. It was a Google Voice. Oh yeah, it was a uh, comment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, the Google Voice tip, and he was talking about trying to get a better audio quality. Yes, you can record your own Google Voice, but when you click that record button, it's just going to ask you which Google Voice connection you want to use to record the, um, you know, the the message. Yeah, so it's so still going to call you by phone. Yeah, it's still going to call your phone. the The new thing though is if you if it's a normal Gmail account, it it, it can call your Google Chat. Right, because right, Google Voice is now a part of that, and they'll do voice so, over IP that sounds better, right? Yeah, that's that's what I would think is maybe the where he was going in that direction is you, it's not going to just call your computer; it still needs to call a number. It's not uh, it's not true voice over IP unless you're calling Google Talk. Right. So, but yeah, the, so you it would be an option in that drop down menu. You're, you're going to hit record, and it's going to say which number do you want to call? Yeah, and it's going to choose from the list of phones you have connected. Yeah. But I do have my high LPR forty hooked up to my mixer, which can then go into that Google Voice. So awesome. So yeah, it, it. So I guess yeah, you can do that. All right. Um, do we have time for two more uh, pieces of feedback? Um. It, well, you know, it's a podcast. People can stop if they want to. They can keep I, listening. I mean, so, for, I, mean <laughs> I got time. You. All right. So oh, okay. I was like, I don't know what people are doing right now. All right. But yeah, we got time. Here's a question from Eric Fisher. Hey Cliff and Andy, this is Eric Fisher, and I have a question about the digital products that you guys have been selling personally. Um, I know that you guys have mostly been doing like video tutorial stuff, and my question is: is for the business test tech uh, weekly listeners, uh, what would you need to know how to do or what to use tech-wise to create your uh, walled garden, your your paywall, your you know, somebody's not having access to those materials until they've paid. Well, what's the process to to set that up and and how, can, kind of walk through a little bit of how you're doing that and, and what t- 
tech you're using to do it for for people who are interested in knowing how to maybe do that for themselves so uh just had that question wanted to ask you and thanks for the great shows thanks all right andy doesn't that sound like a great topic for next week I think that sounds like a wonderful topic. So if you'll put that down, Andy, uh, Eric, we will make, because I mean, there's enough to talk about there to to talk about the different ways that you and I are making our digital products available uh, and only to the people who have purchased them. Although Andy gives them away for free now. So andytrob.com slash free, right? Uh, I believe so. All right. So there you go. But but, uh, Eric, I know that Andy, you have some ways that you've done it. I'll talk about the ways that I do it. And uh We'll, we'll go with that. So let's see. One more piece of feedback here. Hi, Cliff and Andy for the Business Tech Weekly Podcast. This is Brent Green. Hey, I just wanted to tell you guys real quick, I appreciate the show. You guys know that. I told you that before. But I actually, when we were, my wife and I were in uh, the Balkans in Bulgaria last week, we had a conference that we were part of. We did a workshop called Pursuing Your Calling. We also had a seminar called Starting Your Business from Anywhere in the World. And I highlighted both of you guys in that seminar. So appreciate what you guys do. And James Dibbon and I, the blue collar coach and me, we realized how many tools we're using, tech tools we're using nowadays that you guys have uh, recommended. So, hey, just want to say appreciate it. And we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Awesome feedback. Thank you so much, Brent, for that. Over there at pursuingmeaningfulwork.com. And uh, folks, we love that you guys are listening to the show and that you love it. Of course, we want to say thank you for being a GSPN.TV Plus member because uh, you guys make my world go around. And I got to get, I got to, did you get the note that I was sending Vinny over to your house? <laughs> yeah. For those who don't know, my, I stopped paying my Plus membership. So Cliff has to send his, uh, his uh, big guys over to my house. So Vinny, but, um, Vinny will be by later. Uh, <laughs> For his 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, 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 would you say something happened to your, your funding on your, your... I don't know. My PayPal said I had to update a card or something as a funding source, and I did, but it still canceled my Plus membership. So anyway, <laughs> I'm, I can make the shows, but I can't listen to them anymore. So There, there you go. Maybe Bummer. maybe next week you'll be able to listen to our episode. <laughs> no. Maybe. Hey, maybe. if anybody's ever wondering, I th- it's the one thing I do that I, I don't have plans currently to automate. Is If your Plus membership... Uh, from PayPal cancels I manually leave your account going I set like a 30 or 45 day expiration date into the future I personally send you an email letting you know that it canceled a couple reasons why it would have canceled and give you the opportunity to reset your account and get all that stuff worked out so you never really go without our coverage because we know a week Without gspn.tv would make you weak. <laughs> I, I like it. I think it's worth every penny and more, Cliff. <laughs> anyway, folks, thank you for listening. We want to thank uh, Charles Hayes. You know, uh, you know the whole. Oh yeah. Yes. Uh, thank you, Charles. Thanks. We thank you, Dallin, um, and gosh, who else was there? John Wilkerson, Eric Fisher, and Brent Green. You guys calling in, leaving your feedback, that means the world to us. And, of course, anybody out there, you can give us a call at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Call it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
And uh, any anything else you want to push there, Andy? Well, I, you know, we had about five uh, messages for feedback. They say about 2% of listenership leaves feedback. So if you've never left feedback, that's okay. We still appreciate you listening. But really, we would love to hear uh, from you uh, what tools you're using, how they've helped you in your business or personal life, because uh, it just helps us know that we're having an impact. So thank you for listening, even if you don't leave feedback, but we appreciate you. Yep. We'll talk next week about how we do our digital products. Until then, join the community. Bye.